Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time, and as usual, I got another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode 187, I'm going to be talking about five ways to be more efficient with your blogging. If you're a blogger and have been trying to grow your blog, chances are you've realized the fact that it takes a whole lot to build a successful blog. And quite frankly, it's super easy to get overwhelmed with all of the details. It's super easy to get sidetracked, super easy to be inefficient. Well, if you've ever suffered from these vicious blogging diseases, do not worry because I'm going to give you some tips that you can take action on. And if you take action, at least one of them, you can completely change the way you do business and make you more efficient with your blog. So efficiency, that's what we're going to be talking about today. I am so excited because you know what? Well, obviously, I love blogging and I I love business. I love helping people build their business with their blogs. And there's so much that we can do that kind of gets us sidetracked, kind of like I was just talking about. And it's so easy to get sidetracked and it's so easy to not really do it in an efficient way. Away. And one of the things that a lot of people keep asking me about is how, how do you get stuff done? There's so much to do. How do you know where to focus? How do you know how to get it done in a way that you're being efficient with your time? And that's what we're going to be talking about today. I'm going to be giving you some tips that I've been trying my best to implement. And when I implemented them, I've noticed a significant difference. Some of them, you know, I'm not perfect at. I'm not perfect with all of them. I'm not perfect with any of them, quite frankly. But it's something that I strive for and it has helped me. So I know that it can help you as you grow your blogging business. But before I get into all of that, I got to talk to you about social media marketing world because I am honored. I am I am excited to be a speaker in 2015. And I want to let you know what it's all about. And before or I let you know what it's all about, I want you to listen to this quick promo. So here we go. Want to keep ahead of your competitors? Need to master a social platform? Struggling to measure your ROI? Discover how to improve your social media marketing at Social Media Marketing World 2015. Brought to you by Social Media Examiner. You'll rub shoulders with the biggest names and brands in social media. Soak up countless tips and new strategies. And enjoy extensive networking opportunities in San Diego, California. Pick from more than 100 expert-led sessions across seven tracks focused on tactics strategy measurement corporate small biz content and the future of social network aboard a naval aircraft carrier meet industry leaders jay bear guy kawasaki mari smith chris brogan and michael stelzner 
Don't miss the industry's largest conference. Discount tickets are limited. Visit socialmediaworld15.com to secure your ticket today. So, man, I, you know, first of all, mark these dates down. March 25th through 27th. You know, a lot of people have been asking me, where do I go to learn about blogging and social media? And here's the thing. I've been doing this stuff since 2008. I love it. But I need to stay up to date with what's going on. And I connect with people. I, uh, You know, I have my mastermind group and I learn a lot from my mastermind group. Just, you know, having that dialogue with each other. But going to events, going to things like this. Oh, man, you know, I've spoken many times about the value of attending live events. And most of the time when I talk about it, I talk about the networking. Now, here's the thing. I've been to other conferences where, yeah, I really don't care to go to the sessions because there's, it doesn't seem like there's anything new to learn there. Um, but the networking is pretty good. Now, social media marketing world, I got to tell you, the networking is better than any other conference I've attended. And I actually go to the sessions to learn, and I learn a ton. The last one that I went, I picked up so many tips that I've implemented in my business. And man, I got to tell you, it is awesome. They have over 100 different sessions on seven different tracks. And if social media, blogging, online marketing, any of that stuff is something that gets you excited, you want to at least check it out. Go to becomeablogger.com slash SMMW. That's social media marketing world. And I know they have some really big discounts going on right now, so you want to check it out. Oh, man. All right. So let's get into the content for today. Oh, by the way, if you come there, I'd be happy to just connect with you. I'm speaking there and I'm excited to be there. And anyhow, let's go into the content for today. We're going to be talking about how can you be more efficient? Five ways to be a more efficient blogger. I'm going to go through these five ways. I'm going to elaborate and expand on these five ways. And my hope is this. Like you're going to listen and you're going to say, you know what? If I do that one thing, it's going to make a huge difference in everything for me. And then I want you to actually, you know what? Go and do that one thing. And hey, if you do two of them, great. If you do five of them, great. But I want you to take action. I don't want you to listen to, I need you to promise me this before you continue, um, that when you finish, you're going to take action and at least one point. If not, Pause it. No, just stop it right now and don't continue listening to the rest of the episode. Okay, I'm, I'm just joking. Still listen, but you get the point. Let's go with number one. This one is huge um, and it's really simple. And that is this batch process your content creation. Here's the thing, right? When you're in content, obviously, is king. Content is what rules this online stuff. That is what drives your blog. That is what drives your business if you have an online business. And when you're in the zone, it's much easier to stay in the zone. So let's say, for example, you're making videos. Um, when you're making videos, you got to set up equipment and uh, make sure the lighting is good, make sure the audio is working well, and all that kind of stuff. If 
every single time you have to, to create a video, you have to go through this setup process, you're wasting a lot of time. Once you set it up, stay in the zone, make five videos. This is how I started my biology blog. I was a busy um, high school science and math teacher at a boarding academy, and I didn't really have a lot of time. So what I did is on Sundays, I took my Sundays and I said, I'm going to make as many videos as I can. And if I make five videos, we're getting five videos this, this week. And because I did it all at the same time, while I'm already in the content creation zone, the video creation zone, it made it easy easier for me to create that content. If you're writing articles, once you're in that zone of writing and ideas are flowing, don't break that. Finish that article and move on to the next. <laughs> Batch process your article writing. If you're recording a podcast and you know you have your equipment set up and all that stuff, you finish one, move on to the next. The more you batch process, the more you're able to get done, the more efficient you are with your time, and it's something that I highly recommend. Now, imagine if you're doing this, you're back processing your content creation, and, and you have now your articles, your podcasts, whatever you're doing for the next month done, or even the next two months done. Can you see how that can kind of just free up your mind and free you up to be able to do a lot of the other things that it's going to take to build your business, to go out there and market yourself on social media, to go out there and, and deliver value in so many different ways because you already have that content created? Batch process your content creation. Another thing this helps with, yeah, and, and this is when I really made the decision that I'm, I'm really going to go headstrong on this. Uh, a few weeks ago, I took a trip to Atlanta. And when I went to Atlanta, I went for a friend's wedding. I was the best man in the wedding, and it was all exciting. My entire f family was there, and you know, we, his entire family, her entire family were there, and there was a lot going on during that time. But you know what happened? What ended up happening is my content for my blog actually suffered because I didn't have anything in queue. I, I was just, you know, if I need an article for tomorrow, I write it today. And now I am more proactive about batch processing my content creation because when I had done it in the past, I would have articles line up for the next few weeks at least. And that's exactly what you, I want to be doing right now. So tip number one, big tip, huge tip. You're creating content, batch process that. If you're going to say on Mondays, I'm just going to write articles, then do that. Whatever it takes, batch process your content creation. All right. Makes sense, right? Sweet. Let's move on to number two. And this one is also a more recent tip that I've been using, and it makes life much easier. It actually kind of follows up from the previous tip. Create your social media updates while you're creating your content. So, you know, when, when I'm at home, right, and I have close to iron, um, it's much, it, it happens much faster if I go to iron my clothes after my wife iron her clothes because the iron is already hot. When the iron is hot, you know, you just get in there and you do what you got to do. And that's exactly what you want to be doing with your, 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 your social media updates. Strike it while the, while the iron is hot, iron your clothes. That's the way I'm going to say it. If the iron is hot, iron your clothes. So bloggers, right? If you're anything like me, you often struggle to come up with ideas for tweets, um, Facebook status updates, and so on and so forth that you can use to create your content, right? 
so you 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 kind of go to your list of articles and you say, okay, I want to promote this article. Okay, so what did I say in that article? And then you got to remind yourself, okay, I said such and such. Okay, so what kind of um, update can I create for that? And you create one tweet and you send it out there and you feel like you've accomplished something, but it just took so much time, so much effort. Well, while you're already in the zone, while the iron is hot iron your clothes. You can quickly come up with your status updates. Keep So, so this is how I, I'm, I'm actually doing this right now for an article and a podcast. Well, this podcast <laughs> that I'm creating right now, as soon as I finish it, I'm just going to make a list and I'm going to come up with 10, maybe 20 status updates, tweets, and so on that I can use. And then I have them that I can access at any time point in time. Now, this is what I would recommend. I would recommend for you to keep them in a spreadsheet that's ready to go. And you're kind of like building this repository of tweets and status updates and all that kind of stuff that you can use Quite frankly, if your content is evergreen, you can use them for years to come and you can recycle them and all that good stuff because this content is still good, high quality, relevant content. But you also have these tweets that are already created, these Facebook status updates that are already created and you can always draw from them. Um, And I want to actually share a resource with you that I've just put together for this and it's basically a spreadsheet for keeping track of, keeping track of your social media updates. And you can get access to it by going to becomeablogger.com slash social updates. Now, if you don't remember that, not a big deal. This is episode 187, so you can always come back to becomeablogger.com slash episode 187 for all of the resources that I mentioned in this episode. So becomeablogger.com slash social updates, um, and you can get a spreadsheet and it'll have the instructions and all that stuff that you can use for um, keeping track of these social media updates. All right, so strike, the, I mean, not strike, uh, <laughs> while the iron is hot, iron your clothes. While you're in the heat of creating that content and it's fresh in your mind, don't just stop there. Also create your status updates, your, your, your tweets, and create multiple versions so that you can use them for years to come. Okay, so that's number two. Number three, numero tres, number two, <laughs> create a content calendar. I've spoken about this before, um, but maybe you didn't take me seriously when I spoke, it, spoke about it before. Now, for a while now, and this is just going to sound like I am, I am just never prepared, but that's not the case. But um, for, the, for a while now, um, if, I, if it's time for me to uh, record a podcast episode today, let's say today is Tuesday and tomorrow is Wednesday. I post my podcast episodes on, on Wednesday. Oh, man, the day before I'd be thinking, oh, what in the world and I, am I going to talk about? And then I'd call up my buddy Colin and I'd be like, dude, yo, I need your help. Can you let I need an episode for tomorrow? And then he'll start like, all right, so um, how about X, Y, Z? And then we, and we, we'll kind of dialogue back and forth and we'd come up with a great idea. But here's the thing that puts unnecessary stress on my on, on me. Um, and if this is so, if this is what you're doing, you know, you're trying to come up with your content as you need it, that puts unnecessary stress on you. So what I want you to do is this. I want you to just sit down. And when you sit down, I want you to come up with a list of topics for the next month or if you want to be ambitious the next two or three months, how much ever you think you can come up with, just just get it all out there. These are all the ideas that I have. These are things that I know I need to cover on my blog and just 
have that list. What and the, the things you want to ask yourself, what are the main things you want to cover? That's question number one. Now, in coming up with this content, you want to think like over the for the year or whatever the case might be. Are there seasonal things that you need to keep in mind? If so, think about them now. If there are special promotions you plan on doing for Christmas or for Valentine's or for whatever the case might be, you want to think about all those things and then create that content calendar so that you can have access to that when you need to create that content, when you are batch processing that content creation. All right, so create that content calendar. All right, so so far we have number one, batch process your content creation. Number two, create your social media updates with your content. And number three, create a content calendar. Number four, oh, most of us are guilty of this. Let me not say most of us because I don't know what's going on with you. Um, it, Okay, so let me tell you a little story. Uh, last week, I was listening to an episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast with Mike Stelzner from SocialMediaExaminer.com. It was an episode where he was talking about the lessons that he learned from five years at Social Media Examiner. And he had um, Eric Fisher um, uh, interview him on his own podcast. Now, Social Media Examiner is the largest social media magazine. Um, and Quite frankly, social media it changes like nothing else that I know. There's so many changes that were that that are constantly happening. How do you keep up with Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and all these different platforms that are doing all these different things? And in the episode, he spoke about what it took to build Social Media Examiner to where it is today. And there was something that he said that just hit me. This is what he said, and it, it just kind of blew my mind. He said, in 2004, they didn't do anything new. Instead, they just focused on the few things that they were doing and developed systems to make those as efficient as possible, to make those better. This next tip, tip number four is this, do less, but do it better. So I listened to that that podcast episode and then I started to think about myself and my business and, 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 and just my personality and the fact that I'm always trying new things. That's just who I am. I love to see what's up with technology and not just that. I love to dive in and test this out and then test this out and test this out. However, that's something that can be very distracting and cause you to not focus on the core things. And this is something that I'm constantly trying to figure out. What are the core things in my business? What are the things that I am doing that I don't need to do? And I'm going through this process to figure it out so that I can get rid of those things and focus on less, but do them better. Makes sense, right? You get rid. It's kind of it's the eighty twenty rule, right? Eighty percent of your um, uh, 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 of the success or whatever the case might be, it's going to come from twenty percent of the things that you're actually doing. What is the twenty percent that you do in your business that really has a profound effect on everything? Find out what those twenty percent, what that twenty percent is, and the eighty percent. Get rid of as much of it as possible so that you can focus on these fewer things and do it better. 
What is that for me? You know, my written articles, my podcasts, my video. In, in other words, my content. That is the things that I really need to do um, the, the best job on. You know, you can be out there on social media, for example, and you can market like crazy and people come back to your content and it really isn't that good that's not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna get the effects you're not gonna get the rewards of all that hard work of marketing because your content is not going to do what it needs to do so do less but do it better don't try to focus on all of the social media and the social networks focus on the few or the one that you can really get on and dominate. You don't have to necessarily try to do a, do a bunch of videos, a podcast, and articles, and all that kind of stuff. Focus on if if you're a king, a king or queen of written content, do that better than anything else. If podcasting is the thing that you're gonna be into, do that better than anything else. Focus on less and do it better. Okay, so that's number four. Let's recap so far. Number one was batch process your content creation. Number two, create social media updates with your content. Number three, create a content calendar. Number four, do less but do it better. And number five, develop systems to eliminate yourself. Now, I don't mean, you know, get rid of yourself completely or anything of that sort. But for this one, you know, I have to come back to Social Media Examiner here. Uh, when I went to Social Media Marketing World earlier this year, I remember, I can remember this like it was yesterday. I remember walking into the hotel and seeing Mike Stelzner. And when I saw him, he saw me, he greeted me, and then he wanted to kind of show me around as, as, so I could see how things, you know, how things were running and how things were functioning. And then he proceeded to carry me all over the hotel introduced me to a bunch of people who were working behind the scenes to make this a successful event. And what I came to realize was that this thing was a well-oiled machine. So I paid attention to what he was doing at the conference and how he was doing it. I, like I was literally looking at him to try to see, you know, how is he uh, maneuvering, everything that's going on. And the interesting thing was that he was the least stressed conference uh, owner of a conference or whatever that I've ever seen. <laughs> so since then, I've been working with them on a number of projects. I'm actually consulting with them, and they brought me on to, to, to do a number of projects, and I've spoken at um, Social Media Success Summit, and it just blows me away how many systems and people he has doing various tasks so that he can focus on what he does best. Um, you know, he asked me to speak. He brainstormed a few um, topics with me, and then that was it. He has eliminated himself from having to do anything with the events. Now, I know he listens to this podcast, so Mike, um, you already know this, but I'm publicly stating that I'm blown away by what you guys have accomplished over there. And when I think about all of that, as a blogger, I'm asking myself, how can I eliminate myself from the tasks that I don't need to be doing? How can you as a blogger eliminate yourselves from the tasks that don't necessarily demand your time and your attention? So at the most basic level, how can you do this? Well, you can do this with simple things like your email autoresponder. 
you know, when I first started in this online marketing stuff and I was doing my freebie trading, I'm not going to go into all of that. But the big thing that really had me was the fact that when someone contacted me, I had to send them an email. And when they and send them an email, there was a lot of back and forth. And then I had to show them how to sign up for the sites that they wanted to sign up for. And I had to do all of these different things. And it was a lot of work to make money. Then I set up an email autoresponder. I started my blog. I set up my email autoresponder. And I started to think, what are the things that I need to do? What kind of content? What kind of videos do I need to create so that I don't have to walk them through everything? And that reduced the load on my time significantly. So at the most basic level, it can just be automation, but then at an even more advanced level, you can start getting, you know, a virtual assistant, people to help you with the different tasks. Um, so I'll give you some, some examples of things that I'm working on. Um, right now, when I write articles, and this is something that I'm, I'm refining constantly, I write the article, I have it there saved in Google Docs, and then I hand it off. The article that I'm publishing next week, I just finished writing that yesterday, and I sent the message to, I put it in my project management system so my virtual assistant knows that she needs to take it through the process now. And what she's going to do is she's going to go ahead and add images. She's going to format the post. She's going to add the post to WordPress, and she's going to do everything to make this look awesome, and I don't need to do it. How can you implement that in your business? With my podcast, for example, I record it. Um, I, I don't really do any editing, so I record it and I hand it off. And then my virtual assistant does the transcript. She adds the images. She creates the show notes. She does the formatting. She posts it to the blog. That is developing a system there so that I am eliminating my, myself from having to do all these things. Videos. This is one that I'm a little more hands-on because I have to record it and then I have to edit it. Um, and then I have to upload it and add the description and the keywords. That's what's happening right now. And then my virtual assistant transcribes it, adds images to the post, and then does the formatting. In the future, what I'm hoping to do, not I'm hoping to do, what I'm moving towards is I record it and that's it. Someone else does the editing, someone else does the uploading and the keywords and the description and all that kind of stuff so that I can just be the person that creates the content and hands it off. How can you implement that in your business? I want to give you some quick steps. Number one, document what needs to be done. If there are steps that you are taking on a regular basis, you know, with your, your articles, you know, what are you, you know, making a heading and what are you, how are you deciding how to make certain things bold and how do you link to different articles and all that kind of stuff, document what needs to be done. Then you want to figure out what you need to do. And I mean, like you, nobody else can do that. You need to do it. Then you want to develop systems to automate um, the things that you can. So your follow-up sequence, your, your videos, your training, whatever the case might be, develop those systems so that you can automate part of that process. And then number four, get rid of the rest. You've documented stuff, then you start to build your team. Now, in the beginning, you, won't be, you might not be able to do this because funds might be limited. But I still want you to think about this even while you're doing all the work. While you're doing all the work, document it. While you're doing all the work, figure out what kind of help you need. While you're, do I feel like I'm preaching now. <laughs> I got an amen. <laughs> Anyhow, you get the point. Develop the systems so that you can automate and so that you can get 
rid of the things that you don't need to do. So let's recap. We got to revisit. I just got to re-emphasize what these five points are. Number one, batch process your content creation. Number two, create your social media updates with your content. Number three, create a content calendar. Number four, do less but do it better. Number five, develop systems to eliminate yourself. I th- I hope, man, I hope you got some value out of this. Once again, I just want you to say, you know what? I'm going to do this one thing or this, these two things or three or four or five, whatever the case may be. Whatever you think you can handle for where you are in your business right now, that is what I want to do. I want you to do. And then let me know. Come back to becomeablogger.com slash 187. Let me know in the comments what you're going to be taking action on. All right? We got a deal? Sweet. Remember at the beginning, I told you don't listen if you're not going to take action. So come back and let me know what you're going to be doing. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this podcast. If so, I would love it if you haven't done this already or if you want to do it again, <laughs> head on over to becomeablogger.com slash iTunes and you can open it up in the, you can open the podcast up in the iTunes directory and leave a review because that really helps to get the word out there. And if you're trying to build a blog, maybe you just stumble onto this podcast, you heard about this blogging thing, you're not exactly sure what it's about but you think this is something that you want to do you want to build an online presence you want to build a platform head on over to freebloggingvideos.com 100% free you get to follow me as I show you how I've built my blogs into successful online businesses how many others have done the same and how you can do the same freebloggingvideos.com this is Leslie Summer from becomeablogger.com we're changing the world one blog at a time until next time take care and God bless 888-835